Hello, hello. Come on in. I see you guys. Welcome to the Life in the Now broadcast. I'm your host, Nikki Collins. Life in the Now broadcast, podcast, whatever you want to call it. But welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in. Happy Thursday. Hello, guys. Hello, Adria. Hello, Samantha. Hello, hello, y'all. Come on in. Tag and share. Tag and share. Tag and share. You guys, you know, we are still on the election series. Come on in. Tonight is going to be a great night. We have some gr- we have a great guest and some great information to share with you on tonight. So y'all come on in. Hello, Wanda Murray. God bless you, my sister. Y'all come on in. Come on in. Tag and share. Share this broadcast. Share it. Share it. Let's share it in our groups. Share it out to all of your family and friends, especially here in Tallahassee, in Leon County. You want to, you don't want to miss tonight's show. Hello, Pastor James. God bless you, sir. Yes, sir. All of our candidates have been on, and I'm telling you, these shows have been amazing. They have blessed so many people's lives, and I've gotten so many testimonies from this. Just learning, you know, their candidates. So look. I, I'm telling you, you, Pastor James is on here. When y'all go to that to the polls, if you haven't, you know when you see Gregory James' name on there. Look, I need y'all to go ahead and vote. Go ahead and vote. Look, tonight we have another amazing, amazing guest, y'all. You don't want to miss it. So tag and share. Hello, Diane. God bless you. Welcome, 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 y'all. Come on in. Yes, we're excited about all of all of our guests so far has truly blessed us the phone calls that i've been getting have truly blessed me because they've been inspirational they've been informative so when you go and vote you are making an informed decision that's it an informed decision when you vote whoever you vote for you just need to be informed. So we have one more um, show on this election series, which is going to be Monday. So y'all don't want to miss that Monday night at 730. But I'm excited about tonight's guest. I don't want to prolong the time, but you, you guys continue to tag and share this broadcast. Um, tonight, we have another candidate. The candidate is running for Leon County Commission District 1. He is also the founder of Working Class Wednesday. And you guys already know when I say Working Class Wednesday, you know exactly who I'm talking about. If you don't know about Working Class Wednesday, then, you know, I I don't know where you've been. But guys, go ahead and help me welcome our very special guest, Mr. Terrence L. Barber. Hey, how you doing? How's everyone? How's everyone? Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank for you so us. much. Thank oh, you. Oh, God. 
I, I mean, I really appreciate you for joining us tonight. Um, I remember a couple of months ago you had me on your show. That right. was such a blessing. And so, you know, I just was like, you know, I need to get Terrence on the show on tonight. Oh, on my tonight. God, because we, we're getting ready. Next week is on. My God, look it's at on. Mike. Mike is on here. Hey, right. Mike. He says, Nikki, you're doing a great job. Thanks for this. Mr. Cork. Mr. Cork. Yes. Thank yes, you. yes, like, yes, yes. I appreciate that. I really, really appreciate it. I want to make sure that we get these, the word out. The Bishop of Business. It's wow. got to be Gregory James. That has to be Gregory. <laughs> the Bishop of Business. The Bishop yes. of Business. Yeah, um, and I love that. I love that because. Terrence, that's one of the things that I know you for and you're known for in the city is that uh, the business sector, the entrepreneurs, you know, you're always supporting the entrepreneurs in the cities, um, the small businesses, the black owned businesses. So when we see you in the community, we know you're you're exposing somebody, some black owned business, some yeah. someone who's doing something amazing. So I really really wanted to have this conversation with you tonight because next week and well actually early voting has already started right um next week uh that it's the that tuesday is the day tuesday it is it, it, it's it the is. day it's, it's already done it's already it's already done, done. Yeah. yes that's the mindset i i love that, that. and so you know tonight as uh as with last week mm -hmm. um our last guest um, the theme is the man, the motivation, That's and the right. mission. Gotcha. I want our viewers to get to know the man That's or right. the woman who's, you know, who's running in this season. You know, we need to know that. We need to know who it is, not just hear you and hear, you know, the promises that people made. Right. Right. You know, we, we know that. But who is this person? You know, who is this person? And um, I remember, I remember back in 2011, I moved back. I was in Atlanta for a couple of years and I moved back to Tallahassee. And I remember I didn't know who to vote for when it was time to vote. Right. Like, I was just confused. I knew, you know, the national voting, you know, president, you know, all of those people when right. it was time to vote. But when right. it was time to vote locally, I didn't know it. I didn't realize how important it is to vote locally, how right. important it is to know your candidates, to know who it is that you are putting in office. And so I was like, I will never do that again. I am going, right. I need to find out who I'm voting for, you know, what do they stand for? So that's why this platform is so, so very important. So T, yeah. and you know, I call you T all the time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes. Well, I want to um, get right down to it. The okay. man. The We're man. For it. Yeah, the man. Can you tell? And, and I introduced you just mm -hmm. a little bit, right. but can you give the viewers a little bit about Terrence and who he That's is, terrible. where he comes from? You right. know, give us a, a synopsis of who you I are. Got you. I'm going to give you the abbreviated version. Yes. We're not going to go through it. I got in, in respect for time. So, yeah, I'm Terrence L. Barber. I'm from born and raised uh, right here in Tallahassee, Florida, Leon County. Um, my mother worked 42 years for the Leon County uh, library system. Uh, my father was an entrepreneur. Uh, drywall uh, was his trade, uh, matriculated through our public school system, graduated from Rickards High School. Um, been here my entire life. I've raised kids. I was a single parent. 
uh, uh, in my entire life. Um, I guess you could say I, I, I matriculated through what some would so eloquently put uh, describe as the black experience. Mm. Um, growing up here in this college town, not knowing whether or not college uh, was the, the pathway for me, of course, with there being such a lack of activity and lack of access to certain resources, um, we all went through our own personal struggles. And I, I stand by, I sit before you today, just glad that God never took his hands off me. Ooh. I think that that is this is this is my destiny. Like it took me a while to understand why God uh, was was moving my life in the direction. Uh, you mentioned uh, Working Class Wednesday. When I started Working Class Wednesday in 2015, uh, which was a, 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 a platform to help build better black owned businesses. Um, I didn't have a business. And like when people ask me, like, so why did you because I don't know. It was just I saw a need for it. So when people see me, they've seen me in the community uh, doing the work. Uh, my family owned the indoor flea market, uh, the Allen Shen indoor flea market on the south side. We've owned clothing stores, car washes. I mean, we've I've always been around entrepreneurship and I'm not going to talk the entire time. But what I've grown to understand is that black businesses hire black people. Mm. And just as we need the black church in the black community. We need black businesses in black communities. If we're talking about economic development as it pertains to communities of color, we need to make sure that we have the infrastructure within our communities to sustain them. My God. And that is why change is needed, right? Yes. You yes. know? The time to do right is always right now. Always right now. That's <laughs> powerful. That is powerful. Look, Okay, you born and raised right here in Tallahassee, you know, family, uh, local, locally uh, grown right here. right here in Tallahassee. That right makes a huge difference right here. because you know the community, you know the community. And so I love this community. Uh, you love the community. Love community. And you saw that there was a need for mm -hmm. black owned businesses. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's something you did not have a business, but you at the time. No, I was in the auto. I was working finance and the auto industry at the time. So doing good, making good money. Yeah, I left my good job to do this. So I need y'all support. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Because there's absolutely a need for it. We need yes. more local representation. And I don't want to, but when I became, when I went back to TCC and sat on the board and, and sat and became a FSU booster chairperson, all these opportunities that God allowed me and tables that I was able to sit at. I became the, the membership service director for the Big Ben Minority Chamber of Commerce and all these boards. I sit on the board at the Leon County Credit Union. Like I sit on all these boards and I'm in all these rooms. I went through Leadership Tallahassee. Um, and as I went into these spaces with these people, I realized that I didn't recognize them. This was an entire circle, an entire community of people that were making decisions on our behalf without speaking with us. And, and at that point, it seemed I, I started feeling guilty for being in the room wow. because the people that you all are talking about and addressing, those are my people. Those are my family and friends. But and I, and I guess growing up in this college town, it's, it's sort of it's almost like. They call us indigenous people, the indigenous people uh, of this community. It almost seems as if some sort of case study. And that's why we need people from here, from this community, of this community to get involved. We have to get involved in this process. Have to. My God. Look, you have so many people that are supporting. I you. love it. It's my this brother, Corey. Awesome. 
Whoa. Wow. That's awesome right there. And, and, and it's amazing that you say um, there were challenges early on. Absolutely. That could have really caused you Absolutely. to go a whole, you know, another direction. Absolutely. But Absolutely. look at what God has done. Look at how God turned you around, your life mm. around. And right. now you're in a position to help others who may be in that position right now. You right. know, who may be in a, in a bad place, right. but you are creating an avenue for them to win. So that is awesome. So y'all, y'all listen now. This, this is why, this is why I wanted to have this conversation. You. you know, I have a question. Mm -hmm. How do you stay focused during times like this? You know, whenever you get to a place where you're, you're elevating or you're trying to do something great for the community, you know, sometimes, you know, things that start coming at you, right. how do you stay focused in times like this? I, I think that God, prayer, uh, faith, uh, my mother, uh, rest her soul, she taught me how to pray. Um, and God uh, put a, my fiance my, in my life at, at the opportune time uh, when he knew that I would need an emergency contact. I actually went to the doctor this morning and put her down for an emergency contact. Hey, baby, if you're watching. Awesome. <laughs> but, but I think that once, once your actual lived experience, once you've really been exposed to trauma and chaos and turmoil and come out of it, like I'm one of those people that walked through the fire and came back with buckets of water to make sure that people that were still in the fire uh, were saved. I think that you know, at an early age of 18 years old, uh, my cousin, my first cousin, my best friend uh, was killed, was murdered. I, I had just turned 18 years old, um, shot 27 times right here in District 1. Um, and that traumatic experience did, it did. I, I blame myself for a lot of things. And I think that when we measure the success of, of, of us, our community, we need to take and not making excuses for anyone, but we all preach that the, the atrocities that our young folks, our black kids are going through. We have those same lived experiences that we went to. We're just adults now. And I think that there are two types of people in this world, those that give up and those that keep going. Wow. That's it. But the, when I say the black experience, I mean it. I tell people over and over and over, like you, we have to, we have to focus on who we are now, where we are now, and what do we have to offer to this community? Because we as a people, we sit on the sidelines and, and complain. We, we make our posts. But I was talking with uh, Dr. Henry Lewis uh, last week on my radio show, who was the very first African-American commissioner uh, 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 elected here in Leon County. And all of the things that he did. And one thing that stood out to me and Dr. Henry Lewis said to me was, if black folks couldn't vote, they'll be trying to vote. Wow. He said, if, we, if they told us we couldn't vote, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be dying trying to vote. We'll be sneaking, trying to vote, you know, and I think this time that right now, I think I saw my brother Gregory James uh, chime in. And I think that it takes people that that this community can actually relate to or know or have seen doing the work. I'm meeting people right now and I don't want to ramble on because I can talk Go about this stuff, but I'm meeting people right now for the first time that are running for elected office in this community. And I'm not saying I know everyone in this community, but I, I I'm in this community quite often. And I think that that's what happens over and over. We have people that come here to this college town seeking opportunity and they are cultivated by the college community. We are locals when they got here. We are still locals right. and we need we need for us to have, in order for us to make change. We have to have a seat at the table. 
And that's my biggest motivation for what I'm doing now. It's not about me. I understand that we are being discussed in rooms that we're not we're not present in. Mm. So that's 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 why I think God put me wow. on this path. Thank God for that. Thank God for your testimony as well. And, you know, <laughs> that was powerful. If we couldn't vote, we'll be trying to we'll vote. Right, now right. we have the opportunity to vote. People fought and died for this right. 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 Mm-hmm. right. We need to make our voice count, make our vote count, go. You know, that's why I early voted. I'm like, look, <laughs> I, I, I got to get this off of right. me, you know, right. because I, I was very excited because there are so many firsts, you know, Pastor Greg James. Yours, James, right? And, um, I think um, Pastor Rudy Ferguson. That made Rudy Fer- right, right. Rudy is right, right. Yeah, right, um, right. Pastor Clarence Jackson was on with me. He has friends right. before, Absolutely. but um, there's a lot of firsts. That's why I believe that God has truly put us here at this time to see this, to experience this, so that we can partake mm-hmm. in this. If Absolutely. we want to continue to complain, then you'll sit down. You won't vote, or you'll right. still vote um, in the familiar way. I was talking to my husband the other day. And you know, both of us, we love you. You know, we I love y'all too. Tell Carlos I said hello. (laughs) And he's proud of you. But you know, I was telling him, I said, we're so used to voting what's familiar to us. Okay, Mm -hmm. if a person has been there 10, 20 years because Mm -hmm. we know their name and we haven't um took the uh, the time to get to know who's coming up and the people that God is 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 really uh building up. To bring us into the next, mm-hmm. you know, he's training, he's cultivating right. The, right. the new to bring us into the now. You know, a lot of times we don't take time to learn the people that God is, is raising up. And so what we'll do is we'll keep voting from mm-hmm. familiarity. Right. Because we know this name. We've heard this right. name forever but it's time for change and so we're in a place now where we have we have the ability to bring forth change that's why yeah. when you see the pastor greg james right. there, we see the terrence barber and you see how excited people are to now see that and, and i think that in this season pastor nika god is is qualifying the call mm. um and we've tried the definition of insanity is to continue to do the same thing over and over, over, and, over. and over and expect different results. Absolutely. And, and, and I think that what you're doing uh, is so profound right now in, in, in affording folks with a platform mm-hmm. uh, in order to educate themselves. An educated voter, an educated black voter is a powerful voice. Yes. If, if we had more people that look just like us, mm-hmm. engaged and educated mm-hmm. on the people, because you know uh, historically, um, black people have voted by party okay. and by race. If, right. if, if they look like me, they mm-hmm. must be for me. Mm-hmm. Or if they're a Democrat, they must be for me. And the day of that is that's 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 just that's outdated. That's 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 ancient information. Mm-hmm. Right now, we should be getting like you said. You keep bringing up Pastor Jay. Listen, what he's doing. He's people are voting that have never voted before. Right. Never, never even thought about voting before because they mm-hmm. thought their voice didn't matter. Right. Right. So. 
Well, I'm I'm excited because there are some people who are first time this this will be their first time voting, right. and the reason why they can vote is because um, of people like you all and Pastor James. All of you have fought for those people to have their rights restored. Right. Uh, right. You know, there are so many people who are excited because they're like, "This is my first time I ever wanted to vote." Right. So this is mm-hmm. it's it's definitely a time of change and um, new opportunities, and I am so so very I'm so proud of you all of you I am I'm so proud let me read this what uh, Mike Cork says he says we're not as mono uh, uh, look, that's a big um, word. That's a big word. Monolithic. As we've Mono. been conditioned to believe, we need someone that has experience and exposure. Experience with where we've come and exposure to what's available. Yeah. That is so powerful. We need to really? pin that one. We really do. <laughs> yeah, let's keep that one because that's that is so powerful. That is very that that's so prolific because at this time we cannot we we can't go off of who we think know or who has the best educational background. The, we're talking about somebody who has been there, who's been there. Right. I work with kids, you know. Uh, th- th- that's what I do. I, I'm a youth advocate, and the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because I'm not coming from a place. And, and trying to tell them something from this high place. I'm coming mm-hmm. from a, being a teenage mother, getting pregnant at a very early age. My kids are grown. I right. should have teenagers right now. Right. I have a 23 right. to 27 year old, so that should just mm-hmm. tell my story. You know, some people may say, count, that's a strike against me, but mm-hmm. guess what? Those girls listen to me. Guess right. what? They want me to be their mentor. Look, right. I see results. When I work with kids, my programs, they have, they produce results because I've been there, done that, you know? So we have actual lived experiences. Experience. So that's what it's about. We can no longer sit back and disqualify ourselves from the opportunities and the doors that God is opening for us in this season. It's time to stand up. How long are you going to pay for your past? How long are you going to pay for the mistakes of your past? God has already, when he, look, when you went to him and he forgave you, you are forgiven, walk in your freedom. And that's just where we are. So that was a good point, Mike. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. So T, Motivation. What is your motivation behind running this time right now? What was the motivation? Uh, what inspired you to say, you know what, I, I'm, I'm running this time. I'm getting in the race. Well, like my grandmother would say, I felt led. I felt led. <laughs> I felt led. And then I saw, like I said, I saw the atrocities. We polarized, um, you know, money going to different this, different that. So I began to study like, okay, what could that sort of money uh, if we're talking about, if indeed we're speaking on our community and district one, which encompasses Frenchtown, Southside, All Lake, Jackson, Lake, Bradford Road, basically all the black communities in this community. What what would that kind of infusion of economic uh, development do in our communities? And historically, we still have yet to see any progress in district one. And it wasn't anything personal uh, mm-hmm. against the incumbent. I guess it was just that at what point do we get our opportunity to leave? I'm 41 years old, I have, I have, I have college age children. Like at what point do we pass the baton for upcoming leadership to step up? So as I went through all of these leadership programs and, and took all of these, got all these certifications and accolades, I'm like, God, now what do I do? What do I do when my mother passed 
uh, in 2020. And as I sat and thought about, okay, so what's this next chapter of your life look like? God, I prayed, I prayed, and I prayed. And this is what this is where we are. I think that we as a people, we need to give each other the same grace that we want God to afford us. Yeah. I think that what certain individuals in this election cycle are doing right now is breaking barriers. We are we we are we are a people that has been tricked into disqualifying our best and brightest leadership. By the age of 23, 51% of black males will have experienced one form of incarceration or another. That means by age 25, over half of black men in this country have been incarcerated. And black people have been tricked into disqualifying half of their black men from leadership before mm. age 25. Because they're using the same ruler that they measure. And matter of fact, what, what gets me so bad is there can be people that don't look like us, that will accept every flaw, will accept every flaw. But we sit back and we finger point and we nitpick our own people. When these people, these are the people that God sent to save us. Yes. So, I mean, when it comes to motivation, my kids, I mean, I was a single parent. I raised kids in this community. I remember not knowing about all of the resources that I know about now because I was invited into these rooms. Mm -hmm. If it had not been that I was in these rooms with these people making decisions, I still wouldn't know. It makes no, it made no sense to me for me to have been here my entire life, been a single parent, raised, and not know who are y'all pitching these programs to. Because I had no idea. Like there's an actual separate community. And I tell folks this, and sometimes I get a little pushback, but I do think that if we're going to bring this community together, that right now, as it pertains to our community, mm -hmm. classism is the biggest detriment to the black community wow. in Leon County. It's not racism. Racism will always be here. Mm -hmm. But anytime you see a community so divided and the people look just like me, just like you, mm -hmm. and I think that we got the educated, we got the ones with, and I think that if we're gonna, leadership, leadership doesn't divide. All of the divisiveness I'm seeing right now, even this political spectrum, it's like, if you're this divisive now, you know, so mm. based in this community, I love this community. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, thank you for that. That that's a good motivation mm. to have because there has to be some type of motivation, inspiration, you know, behind why right. one would want to, you know, jump in and you know want to lead in this season. So that's awesome. The last one, the last mm. one we're going to talk about is your mission. What would you yes, like to be changed? Um, uh, when you're in office, so when, if you get in office, when yes, you're in office, what 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 would you like to see change? I think the first time is we have to give a voice to the voiceless. Mm -hmm. Um, for the last almost thirty years, it's been noted over and over that we have a clear voice. We have someone on the dais that's going to speak up for us. I think that my father taught me one of the uh, most important lessons ever when he taught me that I have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm. And that's why I would listen uh, more than I speak. The more I talk and interact in this community, you don't know how excited people are when I come by their house and I tell them I'm running for county commissioner. And like the conversation just takes off from there because they're like, okay, this is what I, this is my problem. This is what I need. This is what I need. And I'm writing it down and writing it down. And I actually call them with answers. And like, that's how this community should be. We as a people, we, we need to make sure that we are educating one in an informed community. 
Like but right now, there's such a disconnect and there's we've become so complacent. And I think that's why I put my campaign office right here in the heart of District 1 on Lake Bradford Road. It will be here. This is where it's going to be uh, so that folks uh, so that I'm accessible to people. Yeah. And, and I think that right now, educating the community um, and, and, and making sure that the money being allocated that said it's for the community makes it to the community. Uh, because a lot of things that we are doing right now, and it's, it falls into this, you know, they're checking off the box for the actual community, and we don't see it. So mm -hmm. my biggest thing is making sure that transparency on this commission and getting folks engaged and involved again. Because right now we've become so disconnected from local leadership, and I think that has to change in the time to change that is right now. Mm. That is so awesome. <laughs> you said we've become so disconnected. We are leadership, and that is a dangerous place to be. It is. That's why I'm like, you know, we have to. All of us have to get involved. How can we get involved? What can I do? That's right. Uh, Chris White, you know, he says, he Chris, really to you. <laughs> uh, that's my brother. Yeah, that's my brother. Like we, I've been knowing Chris all my life. Oh, like, wow. he know that's a good dude. Yes, yes, ma'am. He is, yes, but I'm 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 so glad that you touched on all of these different issues. Um, I, I'm I'm happy that you're trying to bridge the gap between the community and you know local leadership, um, entrepreneurs and black businesses. I'm, I'm I'm grateful that you're doing that because it's needed. You know. Um, I saw you on, and before we, we, we're about to wrap up. We're about to wrap this up. But before we go, I saw you on a clip. <laughs> I think it was at Bethel Baptist. And I laughed until I cried. Uh -huh. <laughs> meeting, meeting, meeting. Can meetings. You <laughs> we have a lot of meetings. Go ahead. We have a lot of meetings. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of having these meetings, in between the meetings, we forgot what we were meeting about in the first place. And I, I, I think that... Um, of course, everyone wants to practice their oratorical skills from time to time, mm -hmm. but we shouldn't have the same person speaking about the same thing over and over and over before we take action and make something happen. If we're poor, we need to put money in the community. If we don't have homes, we need to build them. We need to make sure that we are rehabbing the existing homes. We need to make sure that if we don't have uh, uh, access to city water inside Capital Circle before we expand Northeast, that people inside Capital Circle in District 1 are getting rid of septic tanks while people are expanding far north in this community getting access. Like, it makes no sense if we have such a clear voice wow. in this community. These are the needs of the people. Like, these are the needs of the people. And like, you meeting after meeting after, we tired of meetings. We tired of meetings. Like, and I wish, and then of course, I, I wish we could pray poverty out of our community, sister. I do. I wish we could pray for uh, affordable housing. I wish we could. I wish we could have a meeting and all of it goes away. Mm. I wish we could, but we can't. We can't. And that's the sad truth. Right. Like, and what this community needs right now, we need action. And, and we can't keep waiting. We can't wait another 30 years. Mm. We can't. That's I mean, if, if now's not the right time, when is? Mm. And who's to decide that? The people. The That's people. the people's decision. That's the people's decision. Absolutely. Terrence, you have truly blessed us on tonight. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Look, the one word that I heard um, as you were wrapping up is action. 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 And I think that's what you're doing right now. You're provoking the people to action. 
whether that's voting, whether that's volunteering, whether that's, you know, just getting involved, learning your, you know, your candidates and who's, what district you're in and who, who you should be voting for. And, you know, if you're ready for change, do something different, you know? So thank you for this word of action. Thank you you so so much. much. Thank you so much. Oh God, this has been a great show. And I want to thank each and every one of you out there who uh, listen, who tuned in. Mike Cork, thank you to my husband. Thank you. Uh, Samantha, Chris, Pastor James, El Michelle, all of you out there, if I'm missing your name, I'm just seeing a few of them that's popped up right there. But I just want to thank each and every one of you for uh, tuning in tonight. This show has truly opened my eyes a little bit more as to who Terrence L. Barber is. So all of you who are voting, who have not voted yet, you please know, vote. you know, please vote. Your vote counts. Your vote counts. So again, thank you all for joining thank us you. on the Life thank in Now podcast. Thank you again, Terrence. Thank you so much. My brother. You. you know, look, we're, we'll be looking next Tuesday. Next look, Tuesday. we'll be listening. That's the day. Right. We're so grateful for this race that you have ran in this season. So thank God bless you. you. And it's to all of you. I will see you all next Monday right here on the Life in the Now podcast. Right.